Hello, everyone. We're back on a hero. Today, you got me, Mel, and uh, just me. We're going to be uh, breaking down uh, Titans season three, episode one, scene by scene. So spoiler alert, you know, if you want to watch the show, uh, stop this right now. If uh, these are these is essentially for the people that don't have time to to watch the show, if you guys are too busy. Um, so that being said, let's get started. I'm going to be talking about uh, Titans again, Titan season three, episode one. We're going to go scene by scene so you know exactly what's going on. All right. So the show opens up with Jason Todd in the Batcave and he uh, has tracked down the Joker. He gives Bruce Wayne a phone call. And the next clip is we see uh, a plane in the air. Bruce Wayne is flying somewhere. Uh, Bruce Wayne picks up. Jason Todd is like, dude, we caught the Joker. I got him. Found him. Bruce Wayne shows absolutely zero interest and zero urgency. I think it's just the guy who's playing Bruce Wayne. I don't think he, I don't think he really gets the character. Um, but anyway, he tells Jason, I won't be back in Gotham until the morning. So stand down, stand down until the morning. Um, Jason Todd goes, I can do this myself. I got this. And he looks down and next to him, the camera pans down. Uh, you, we see a mask, a mask that almost looks like an inhaler. Um, don't really know what it is. There's like some yellow liquid inside of it. And we get a flashback from Titan season two of Jason falling down a building and with pure fear in his, in his eyes. Don't got to get into that right now. All you got to know is Jason Todd was scared in that moment. And he said, I'm not scared anymore. Looks at uh, the inhaler next to him. So Bruce Wayne says, don't go. I'm telling you not to go. Jason goes, all right, fine. He walks over because he's in the Batcave. He walks over and sees the Robin suit, takes a whiff from that inhaler. The camera zooms into his eyes and we just see this like yellow kind of yellow. Uh, his eyes like glow yellow. And uh, he goes, fuck the Joker. So he puts on uh, the, the Robin suit. Next, we're taking to uh, where the Joker is, which is uh, uh, this. It looks like an abandoned uh, circus or like a fucking. Uh, playground or whatever. Anyway, tracks down the Joker. We can see like pure fear in Jason's eyes. Uh, he looks, he looks around, he sees some security guard who obviously got fucked up by the Joker and got like that laughing gas in him because he's tied up with a huge smile on his face. Uh, Jason's looking at that. Some, uh, some like toy clown thing turns on starts laughing. So Jason Todd turns around and is kind of caught off guard. And then behind him is the Joker who we do not see. We just hear laughing and the Joker with a crowbar hits Jason in the back of the head. Jason looks up again. We don't see the Joker, which is a little bit of a bummer. Um, and uh, Joker just goes to town and uh, uh, kills Jason with uh, the, uh, with the crowbar. Um, I, I like the scene. It was, uh, it, it kind of went with the comic books. Don't like Bruce Wayne at all. I'm like, bro, this is the Joker. You, you show zero interest. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Anyway, Jason dies in the opening scene uh, of the episode. Next, we're brought to uh, this. We're brought to San Francisco. We're with the Titans. And those Titans are Nightwing, Beast Boy, Superboy, and Crypto, and, and Starfire. And they track down this, uh, this supervillain. Right off the bat, the greatest op one of the greatest opening segments of Titans or of like any superhero show ever. Um, 
uh, Nightwing kind of tracks uh, tracks down these bad guys, and we see Nightwing in full fucking action with the electric uh, skirmish sticks. Uh, he's he's beating the shit out of all these bad guys. There's fun music happening while all of this is happening. Um, it's just it was so cool because we finally got to see the Dick Grayson swagger, which was lacking in the first two seasons. I think for everyone that has grown up with Dick Grayson through like, you know, DC films or DC animated films or the animated series, we know like Dick Grayson to be like super quick witted and fun. The light character, he's like the polar opposite of Batman. And we missed that in the first two seasons of Titans, which were like fairly dark. So this was like super refreshing to see Nightwing kind of like in his in his element. Uh, beating the shit out of bad guys was was awesome. Uh, we we then are uh, brought to Beast Boy, who is at another um, place in in the facility, and uh, great a- action sequence with Beast Boy, who sh- um, the the actor who like plays him. We got to see some martial arts and acrobatic skills out of the motherfucker. I think the guy who plays him, I looked it up. I think his name is Ryan Potter. Shout out to Ryan Potter who plays Beast Boy. Uh, dope ass scene. Uh, at the end of the scene, he transforms into a, a tiger and eats some motherfucker. Uh, then we see um, Superboy and Crypto, and uh, Superboy just like manhandles two bad guys. We got to, we see Starfire, who's in a new purple outfit, which is which is nice. Kind of looks like um, uh, it looks like the season is uh, trying to pay more respect to the comic books, which uh, which I really enjoyed. Um, it's funny because like Superboy could have just done this all by himself, like super fast, but uh, it, it worked for the scene. Um, and then at uh, the end of this scene, we see uh, Nightwing track down the villain and uh, he uh, he says, oh, what does he say? He says something to one of the villains lackeys. He's like, hey, there, big guy, like just fun Nightwing. It, it was just it, it was awesome. He beats the shit out of that guy. And then uh, right behind Nightwing comes in Starfire. Superboy, Beast Boy, Crypto. Um, Superboy tells Crypto to speak. And when um, Crypto barks, Crypto is Superboy's dog, by the way, for you guys don't know who the fuck Crypto is. He's a, he's a dog. Um, Crypto like barks and lets out this, uh, lets out this, um, this fucking, uh, it kind of destroys the bad guy's eardrums. I don't know what the fuck you want to call it, but destroys the bad guy's eardrums. It was just it's really cool to see uh, the dog with the team, man's best friend. I found that really cool. Next scene, we are brought to Beast Boy and Superboy who are talking to the cops and letting them know what the hell went down. We kind of learn here that Beast Boy and Superboy have become tight. Like they seem like they're their best buds, which is which is kind of cool. Um, Starfire is talking to a reporter. They ask where Nightwing is. And then you can see Nightwing in the background. He's like standing on a rooftop just watching. Very Batman-esque watching from a distance like so far they're nailing everything about like the batman universe it's it's like this episode so far just feels like the perfect balance of grounded and gritty and fun for any comic book fan it's not over the top gritty you know it's not over the top grounded because you know you got a fucking dog who's part of the superhero team um but i think anyone for anyone who likes the Batman universe, you're you're gonna love what you see so far in this episode. So after that, after um, Starfire's done talking to the reporter, some like random dude hits up Starfire. He saw her on TV and he's trying to Mac. He's like, "Hey, I think his name is Justin." He's like, "Hey, I saw you on TV. 
we should get coffee sometime or a drink. Um, I guess this is just adding some romance to uh, to the episode. I don't remember if he was part of another season, but all we got to know is Starfire is uh, Starfire has a love interest. Um, and then at the end of this scene, Nightwing's talking to Starfire and uh, he gets a phone call. Uh, he's like, what? So probably got a phone call from somebody saying that Jason Todd is dead. The next scene, we are brought back to Gotham City and we meet, um, I, th- I think he's like Latino or, or, or black. Or, I don't know. Could, could be both. Um, and his name is Tim Drake. We got Tim Drake in the fucking episode. For all of you guys don't know who Tim Drake is, he plays Robin in the comic books. He's one of the, he's one of, good Lord, one of a couple Robins. I mean, you got, you got Damian Wayne who played Robin. I think he's still Robin. Obviously, uh, Dick Grayson, who was the first Robin. Um, uh, Jason Todd was the second Robin and Tim Drake in the comic books is the third Robin with Damien being, being the last. I think I looked this kid up. I think his name is Jay LaCurgo. He plays Tim Drake. Anyway, he's doing a delivery and uh, he's doing a delivery late at night and the cops, they stop him because they say it's like super late. Shouldn't be out that late. He's like, I'm just delivering dumplings. And the police is like, what's up with that Batman logo? And uh, he goes, Oh, you know, I'm a big fan of Batman. And clearly the cops are not a big fan, but we learn here that Tim Drake, is a huge fan. Anyway, after this scene, he uh, goes back to uh, the restaurant, which is like a Chinese restaurant, I'm assuming. Some dude had like a bowl that looked like a Chinese bowl and he had like chopstick. I'm just assuming. I don't, I don't, I don't know. But anyway, his dad is black. His uh, mom is Chinese. So I, I, I'm pretty sure he's adopted because there was another kid there who I think is supposed to be his brother. And that kid is Chinese. He's sitting down at the table um, they're kind of all like catching up quick. You know, dad was like delivery went well. He was like, yeah, the Chinese kid. He's like, uh, he gives uh, Tim Drake some money and he's like, yo, your shoes are fucking dusty. He doesn't say that word for word, word for word, but he's like, yo, your shoes are fucked up. Take this money, buy some new, um, buy some new kicks. Uh, and he said something along the lines of, you know, I can't have uh, people thinking that my cousin uh, doesn't dress well. So I'm assuming that that Chinese kid uh, you know, legally is his brother and I don't know, Tim Drake's dad and the Chinese lady got it on and that's his mom now, but that doesn't really matter. Anyway, they're watching TV and they learn that Robin got murdered and, uh, Tim Drake is like crying. He's like tears in his eyes. Um, I found that a little interesting. I'm like, bro, do you even know who Robin is? Why are you crying like that? Anyway, next scene, we are brought back uh, it's the morning and Dick Grayson, he's arrived to Gotham city. He's back. He looks over the, uh, over the city super dramatically. Uh, Dick goes back to Wayne Manor. He goes into Jason Todd's room and he finds a chemistry book in there. He looks at the chemistry book for a while. He then goes down to the Batcave, which looks fucking incredible. Like a nostalgia rush from Batman, the animated series, because as uh, Dick Grayson is moving through the Batcave, we see trophies from Batman's villains, kind of like in the animated series. We see like um, the umbrella from the Penguin. We see the hat from the Mad Hatter. We also see the giant dinosaur. But in this show, it's like it's a hologram. And we see we all see a hologram of like the large penny. And we also see the big, large Joker card. If you guys watch Batman, the animated series, this is just a huge callback. I thought was fucking amazing. 
this bat cave, like it might be one of my top bat caves like ever. Um, I mean, one got to be, it, it's probably like Christian Bale from Dark Knight Rises. I just love that the waterfall and I just love the whole aesthetic. Maybe it was the way it was shot. Obviously, I'm biased because I love Batfleck and I love the Bat the Batcave and Batman versus Superman. I was about to say I like Keaton's Batcave, but I always thought that shit was mad dangerous. If you guys have seen Batman 1989, it was like always like huge holes. I'm like, bro, you can fall to your death at any moment. I always wonder like how many times Alfred almost busted his ass trying to get Bruce Wayne tea or like there was just so many holes. You, you guys gotta you guys gotta see it if you guys haven't seen it I'm like you definitely can't be drunk walking around the bat cave from the michael keaton universe also there's not enough lights like how do you know where you're going my man should have just add, added flooring or something he needed like flooring but anyway sorry just my back cave was fucking weird anyway so bruce uh, we we go back. Dick Grayson finds Bruce Wayne, and Bruce Wayne is shown cleaning up the blood from Robin's costume. And we learn that the Joker is back in Arkham because uh, uh, Dick was like, you know, Joker's back in Arkham, and Bruce was like, "Yep." He's like, "Oh, the police got to him, uh, got to him first. And Bruce was like, "I'm glad that they did because Bruce is clearly tight. Probably would have like almost he would have fucked up the Joker." Um, and uh, so then Dick goes. You know, when's the funeral for uh, for Jason? And Bruce goes, it's already happened. I buried him right next to Alfred, who's also dead on the show for anyone who doesn't know that. And then Dick is trying to connect with Bruce over the death of Jason. But like Bruce brushes him off and he's more concerned with this new villain in Gotham who he's like studying. Um, and he's just trying to brush off, brush off Dick. So Dick goes like, did you know that Jason was studying chemistry? Like I said, Dick found the chemistry book. Uh, and Bruce is like, dude, it doesn't matter. Jason is dead. And Dick is like super concerned because he's like, you know, Jason isn't the type of person to be reading, which is super fucking rude. Like, bro, you barely know the kid. Like, maybe he likes reading. I, I found that super odd. He's just like so focused on the chemistry book. But, um, you know, you, what, you think like fucking Jason Todd's illiterate? Like, let's go with you. <laughs> anyway, through this conversation, we also learned that Donna Troy uh, who plays, uh, I think, Wonder Girl. I think that's her name, but she was in season two. But we learned in this conversation with uh, Dick and Bruce that she's dead now. So as uh, Bruce and then Bruce says, you know, life goes on. He walks away from the conversation and the scene ends with Bruce saying, like, come on, I'll make us some lunch. What? Like. I don't I mean, you guys know that I fucking hate this Bruce, this Bruce Wayne, like passionately, but. Fucking make lunch. Like, what are you gonna make? Alfred's dead. A bologna sandwich. Oh, I hate this Bruce Wayne so he's like skinny. You know what? This all makes sense now. I, hold on, let me just. All right, the guy who plays Bruce Wayne, his name is Ian Glenn. Apparently, he was on the Game of Thrones. This dude is like like an old, frail, balding dude. But this makes sense now because Alfred is dead. He was probably getting like steaks every fucking night and now Alfred is dead my man's eating like nature valley bars or some shit but god this bruce wayne sucks um the next scene we're we're brought to starfire um back in san francisco and she's talking to superboy and beast boy and gives them like a speech about learning and growth like she's basically saying don't be like jason todd because he got himself killed uh the next scene after that beast boy is in his room talking to himself 
um, talking to Rachel, aka The Raven. She was in season one and season two. Um, she was also in Teen Titans, the, the, the cartoon show, Raven. Anyway, she's, she's not on the show. He's talking to her like in his head, talking to himself about everything. Um, and he's, and at the end of the scene, he's like, I'm, I just miss you. He's saying like, I don't know what I should do. This, this, and that. Um, he's also, it was kind of odd in this scene. He's like on his laptop, looking at animals fighting. Just like, I don't know if he was yanking it to animals fighting. It was just fucking weird. Just polar bears and like sharks. Odd scene. Anyway, we learn here that, uh, Rachel is not around and she's off, um, She's off somewhere. We just don't know where she is. Next scene. We got Dick Grayson, who tracked down Commissioner Gordon at a crime scene, brought to a crime scene. And this Commissioner Gordon is not James Gordon, not the regular old guy. It's not uh, Gary Oldman, but it's uh, Barbara Gordon, Jim Gordon's uh, daughter. And she's in a wheelchair. Uh, and she's also missing a leg, which, which is interesting. Um, I mean, the fact that she's in a wheelchair is definitely like a slight nod to the comic book, The Killing Joke, where the Joker shows up to Barbara's apartment and shoots her with a gun and paralyzes her. And she was in a wheelchair for a long time in the comic books. And uh, she helped the Bat family and her new name was Oracle. And she was basically like, I don't know, she was like this super smart receptionist. I don't know what the fuck. She had mad uh, TV monitors around her telling, you know, the Bat family, go here, go here. Anyway, I think it's a slight nod to that. Barbara Gordon is not going to be Batgirl anytime soon. She's, she's in a wheelchair. So Dick and Barbara, they talk about Jason's death. And Dick was being super weary about the whole situation. He's like, why would Jason leave on his own? Um, you know, why is he studying chemistry again? Rude. Super rude. It's like, bro, he does read. Um, he, yo, he literally says Jason is not a reader. I'm like, bro, what? How do you know that? Anyway, Barbara, um, she uh, she says she talked to Bruce. Um, they were at the morgue, uh, like um, near uh, near Jason's body, and uh, Bruce was super stoic, uh, classic Bruce Wayne. Um, and she tells Dick, like, you know, nothing to worry about. Bruce has always been like that. He he was like that with uh, with um, Jim Gordon also. Um, and Dick is like, no, it's it's different this time. And Dick invites Barbara over to Wayne Manor. So the next scene is uh, Bruce, Dick, and Barbara at uh, Wayne Manor, and they're all kind of chilling in, in, uh, in the living room, having drinks. Barbara's telling a story about Jason, like apprehending a supervillain. They're all laughing together. Um, and then Bruce immediately changes the subject, and he's like, so how about that new murderer in Gotham? What's up with that? And Barbara's like, you know, can't we just have a drink and catch up? Does it always have to be about fucking work? And then she goes on this rant because she's tight. Uh, we learned that her dad died at the hands of Mr. Freeze during this rant. But Barbara basically goes off on Bruce Wayne for being a nut job. She's like, you know, you're hiring kids to dress up with, to dress up in masks, to like take down these people. You're insane. Um, oh, and by the way, we also learned from this scene that Barbara did in fact get shot by the Joker in this show. So super nod to the Killing Joke comic book. You guys got to check that out. Um, and that's why Barbara's in a wheelchair, paralyzed because of the Joker. Uh, and she continues to shit on Bruce, basically saying, Jason's death is your fault, dude. Like, you know, let the kid be a fucking kid. Um, and she's like, you know, if you really wanted the Joker away, you should have had him. 
you should find a way to have the Joker locked up. Like there's no way the Joker can should keep um, can keep escaping if you're fucking Batman. And then she she goes, she basically says like, I feel low key that you always want the Joker to escape because you want to keep playing dress up. You want to keep playing Batman. Tim, um, Jason Todd's death is is your fault. And Barbara leaves the room. Dick comes back after. He's like, wait, you know what was that all about? Um, and then she's basically like, you know, get out of Gotham, go back to San Francisco. She's like, get out of here. Um, yeah. And she leaves. But Dick is like, no, I'm staying. I want to find out what's going on, which again is, it's just a little funny. It's like, you know, let the kid, the kid can't read chemistry. Dick Grayson just so caught up with the chemistry thing. Um, I, that being said, I absolutely fucking love this scene. I love that we got to see live action, Barbara Gordon, Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson all together in one scene. It was just so cool. You know, it, it's like seeing like them as normal people just chilling. It, it, it was so refreshing and it, it's so different. Um, it was just super, super rare in comic books and, you know, in, in live action, anything. So um, really did enjoy that scene. I thought that scene was awesome. The next scene, we're brought to uh, Dick Grayson again in Jason's room looking around. He's looking at the chemistry book again. Uh, and then he finds like a random address. So then it cuts to, you know, it's still at night and Dick goes and investigates the address and he finds like a chemistry table and a bunch of vials and, and chemistry shit. And he's like looking at it. So we learned that Jason was clearly like concocting something. Um, and then some dude breaks into the room. Um, Dick Grayson hides, pops out, beats the shit out of him. And the Dunn, like Dick Grayson's like, dude, who are you? And the Dunce is like, I heard someone was cooking drugs here in the building and I'm here to take out the competition. And Dick's like, what? I'm not making drugs. And then he goes, so this is the actual quote. He goes, you come in here peddling your shit again and I'll throw you out a fucking window. Dick Grayson is badass. This guy playing Dick Grayson is awesome. Anyway, next scene, we, sh we see Dick Grayson in the Batcave and he's studying the chemicals that he took um, from, that, uh, from that address. He learns nothing, nothing about what the chemicals are. Um, but then the computer that he's on in the Batcave gets a notification and a bunch of pictures come up and names come up. And who do we see? Stephanie Brown, Carrie Kelly. For all you people that don't know who these girls are, Stephanie Brown, she played Robin uh, for a very brief stint in the comic books. And Carrie Kelly, also a very, she, uh, Carrie Kelly played uh, Robin in the Dark Knight series written by Frank Miller. Um, so really cool nod to the comic books again, but clearly Bruce Wayne is looking for more Robins. Bruce Wayne walks in and Dick confronts him and he's like, dude, what's up with all these names and pictures of young kids? What the hell's wrong with you? And Bruce admits that he's looking for a new recruit to become the new Robin. And Dick gets tight. He's like, dude, shut this shit down or someone's going to get killed. And he tells him, I found, I found the drug that Jason was manufacturing. Uh, I, I'm looking into it. And Bruce said he didn't know. And then Dick is like, yeah, of course you didn't know because you didn't fucking look into it. Uh, and you're already looking for another replacement. Like, you, you don't even care that Jason's dead. You're already looking for a replacement. You're not even being a detective. Again, I hate this fucking Bruce Wayne. And Bruce is, like, completely distraught. And he's, like, embarrassed. There's tears in his eyes. And it goes, Dick, do you want to be Robin again? And Dick is like, dude, no. Like, stop. Bruce, with, like, tears in his eyes, he's like, um, you know, I can't do this alone. And Dick goes, well, then don't fucking do it. Love this scene. Although I hate Bruce Wayne, 
I love seeing the dynamic between Dick and Bruce, the maturity of Nightwing and the stubbornness of Bruce. It's just they, who, the, the writer, I don't know who the writer is. I got to look that up, but they're getting this shit perfect. Perfect. It's awesome. Like their relationship is so toxic and it's, it's so, it's so great. I, I, I love all of this. I love all of this, except the fact that, yeah, Bruce Wayne didn't even look into the fucking murder. All right. So anyway, we're then taken back to San Francisco where Starfire is having a drink. And as she's drinking, she's like to Jason. And then she gets, she like blacks out. The camera zooms in on her eyes and her eyes glow green. Uh, and she gets like a flashback and uh, she's seeing these images from someone else's point of view. And I'm assuming that it's Jason Todd. I mean, I'm assuming it's Jason Todd because the person's on a stretcher and they're like moving really fast on a hallway and the person's looking up. Again, she's seeing this through someone else's eyes that I assume it's Jason. And some guys looking down on her. The guy looks like fucking Otto Octavius from Spider-Man 2. He lo- uh, the Tobey Maguire one. He looks just like him. I don't know who he is. It could be, I think it's Hugo Strange. He looks like Hugo Strange. I'm assuming it's Hugo. Anyway, she snaps out of the blackout and she's standing in the middle of a street. Uh, uh, I don't know. She's blacked out. The next scene, final scene, is Dick Grayson sleeping, right? And he wakes up to the sound of someone entering the room and it's Bruce. And we hear him throw the crowbar on the floor and Bruce says, it's over. It's done. I started it and I finished it. And Dick is like, what are you talking about? And Bruce Wayne, he says, craziest line. He goes, the worst thing about it was that he was laughing at me as I was bashing his skull in with the crowbar. So we learned that Bruce Wayne killed the Joker. um, And he basically is like, you know, you looked into this before I did. You care more about Jason. You be a better Batman, Dick Grayson. And Bruce Wayne walks away and disappears. And Dick chases after him. He's like, Bruce! And Bruce is already gone, question mark. And then the episode ends with Dick Grayson turning around and he sees the crowbar with blood on the floor. Um, Amazing episode. I think my only gripe is this Bruce Wayne guy and how they're writing Batman. Maybe there's more to this that, you know, is not being revealed. It's interesting because Bruce Wayne killing. And not only that, but if anyone has seen the trailer, obviously we're going to see the Red Hood, which is Jason Todd. And Jason Todd becomes the Red Hood because Batman doesn't kill the Joker. But in this show, he does. So it's like, why are you, why are you going to be Jason Todd now if your boy did it? Anyway, that's, uh, that's the end of this episode. Um, I'll, uh, I'll be talking again very soon about um, Titan season three, episode two. Hope everyone has a good one.